welcome to this week's This Week in Lies. <laughs> the last show of the year. The last show of Beerig FM's calendar. It's a big one. It's it fitting for the occasion. It is. As always, I'm joined by co-hosts, esteemed co-host David oh, Fisher oh, and esteemed co-host Adam Warren Haynes. Why should you introduce yourself, boys? I'm not saying anything now. No. Why? What's wrong? I'm on strike. I'm on strike. We're both on strike. Supporting what? Are, are you... Scab! 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 Don't... We're not doing any work today. We're uh, on strike. So that won't change from the usual then. That's <laughs> pretty true. <laughs> but I feel we can have the epic music back now. We've got to have it just for the rest of this chat we're staying on. Just... Oh, okay. Um... So, the first story is... There's strikes everywhere. No one's in school. And other stuff. If we had school out for summer, we'd play it. <laughs> but we don't because we didn't have that kind of foresight. Because <laughs> my co-hosts and guests. <laughs> no, co-hosts. Uh, yeah, so we're talking about strikes this week. Um, there's been strikes in the UK. There's strikes in Greece as well, if anyone cares. Um, no, not really. It's yeah. Europe. Yeah. Um, the strikes in the UK. Later. Yeah, we will come on to that later. Uh, but the UK strikes are taking place. But 600,000 teachers um, are working longer and paying more, apparently. Um, when it comes to their pensions, they yeah, have to pay a Yeah, when it comes more. to their pay, uh, pensions, anyway. And it says, basically, that it's unfair of... Um, well, a lot of people think it's un unfair of them to cause inconvenience to everybody else. Like David Cameron said, that pe people lose a lot of working hours due to striking. So, go ahead and talk about what What do we think about striking? Michael Gove is a fool. I'm just going to sum up by that, because he said that people should look deep inside themselves to think, do we actually want to strike? Which, the answer was yes. Yeah. It was a pretty resounding yes as well. Yeah, and, I mean, normally there is quite a a reason to strike. Yeah. Could this be one? Well, I'd say the fact that, you know, they're cutting back on public services, on the pensions, and especially on um, the amount of people working in the public sector as a whole, is quite a big reason of why they should strike, yeah. you know. It's whether they should do it, like, during negotiations as well. Yeah. Which is what De David Miliband... Uh, Ed, Ed Miliband. Miliband. Sorry. Same person. Talking, should we talk about Dave, Ed or Dave now? Ed now? Or are we going to talk about him later as well? One thing I'd like to say is, have you ever seen them in the same room together? Just think about that. Yes. Have Plenty you? of times. Have you? Yeah. We've all seen We've all seen Avatar, what they can do with computers these days. Mm. You never know. Wow. Have you ever shook both of their hands in the same room? No. I've never met them. Exactly. That's the point. But, yeah, Ed Miliband's pretty much not done what was expected of him. Well, basically, as Labour leader, you're obviously meant to be Arthur Scargill. You know, <laughs> just any strike, yes, go. Plus, strike the fact more. that he was sort of, you know, put in there by trade unions. Yeah, he did beat Allegedly. No, he, no did, he did. He did beat his brother because of the trade union vote. Yes. But, but so. we can't really... Okay, he was put in there by the trade unions, but let's not just boil him down to just oh, the yeah. trade union. He's yeah. not red-haired like the Daily Mail called him. Yeah, he's just... Yeah. He is frightened of being called a red-haired, to be honest. But, um, but apparently he's uh, gone to the levels of uh, having his own custom Dulux colour wheel wow. made without red in it. <laughs> and uh, he refers to the party colours as burgundy these days. <laughs> and, and dark pink. Yeah. I'm just going to have to stop both of you. We've got some breaking news. We'll head over to David Fisher for a pre-prepared statement from This Week in Lies in response to the government's public sector cuts. Over to you, David. Thank you, Adam. Good afternoon. I'd like to read a short pre-prepared statement from This Week in Lies. By raising the retirement age, you're putting people who are in their golden years back into public service. 
Just look at Ken Clark. That's going well, isn't it? As well as this, you're raising the hopes and ruining the hopes and dreams of Eastern European immigrants who want to come over here and take our jobs. Think of their children. You're, you have also not considered the hidden costs to the economy uh, because we now have to fund stair lifts, a stockpile of Werther's Originals, Febreze to get rid of the smell of digestives, lost working hours from uh, sentences beginning with back in my day, and the funding of replacement hips. I hope you can uh, implement a review including these considerations. We're also concerned about your planned reforms at the NHS. Firstly, because of your cutting of red tape, you're putting Hartsons and Sons, who have provided red tape for the government since 1888, out of business. Secondly, by cutting waiting times, you're giving people with nothing to do with their lives, nothing to do with their lives. By reducing the amount of queuing we Brits do, we may have to turn to equally addictive pastimes, like heroin or culture. We should believe you should be looking to uh, cut in other areas, such as cutting back on the amount of sugars Nick Clegg puts in the tea, saving the country about 1.3 billion annually. Also, getting rid of all mythical weapons we'll never use. Alongside proposals to cut the varnish used on William Hague's head, this will uh, be a significant saving. If you do not implement these changes, we'll consider writing you a strongly worded email. Thank you. No, we're not going to take any questions in the press conference. No, I was going to... No, 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 no questions. No questions. Back to, back to Ben in the studio. So, yeah, that was the pre-prepared statement about what this week in lives is prepared to do. <coughs> I know. Yeah. We're, we're quite stern, aren't we? I, I will consider writing a strongly worded email. I'll consider it. I may not do it, but I will consider it. <laughs> I will really think about maybe telling you that you should do that. Yeah. Yeah. But what about the Christmas card list as well? Is he going off? Or he, yeah, he's not going off. Are you just going to put like a passive-aggressive message in, inside? Should we just put one kiss on all the happy birthday cards as well? If they lower the levy on Werther's Originals, maybe. Oh, it's disgusting what this government's doing. Other old people sweets are available. <laughs> <laughs> Such as Fox's Glacier Mints. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Other mints are available. Yeah. Oh, that's, all, that's also uh, <laughs> more breaking news. Apparently, by uh, keeping schools open yesterday, um, kids had to go to work with their parents and stuff, and their uh, bushes crashed. Lecturers were distracted all the times, and Ryan Giggs' children saw some things that will never be unseen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're getting sued. Yeah. <laughs> Not the super junction button, please, no. <laughs> oh, it's just unnecessary. Uh, oh, dear me. Yeah, um, yeah, the strikes are just, just genuinely funny, and apparently Miliband, Miliband's response was a sign of failure. It, it did kind of just go, we shouldn't strike, because if we strike, then we can't negotiate. You can't really negotiate with the government over this, as they're saying, we're doing this because we've got to save money. But it, it, I don't know if anyone else has actually noticed, it is a bit weird that since the Tories have got in government, there's, like, more strikes, and the last time they were in government, there's more strikes. and Yeah, it's, it's like there's a link between the too and like the Tories don't like the public sector. No, just it, it all remain a mystery for quite a long time. Maybe it's just a painful coincidence. Yeah. Mm. I think it's too small a sample to, you know, take from that. Mm. Yeah, I don't think we could ever look through the you know, the past four Conservative governments and think, hmm, they might not like the public sector. Yeah. That so, would be jumping to conclusions. Yeah. Maybe we'll get Scooby Doo involved. <laughs> the mystery machine down. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently according to the Hutton report as well, he never at any point said 
that they uh, increase paying is needed. But the Conservatives say, well, they bloody well should do. Aye. One problem we have got, though, is we're striking. And look at Greece. At least they're doing the striking better. They, us Brits, you know. We don't know how to strike. No, we're no. so bad at it. They throw they throw chairs through people who aren't even in, involved. It's like, I don't care, there's a cafe there, I'm throwing the chair through the window. Even yeah. even their like animals have got involved. There's a dog who's been going to all the protests. <laughs> so it's like, why are you here? He's the ringleader. <laughs> this is what happens when you cut our pedigree. <laughs> <laughs> not quite sure why he's quite posh in English, but... Yeah, why is he not speaking Greek for a start? Because I, mean, <laughs> I don't know Greek. Holes. We can't do the accent. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, basically Greece on the serious matters, uh, voted in the austerity package that we were talking about last week, where I was uh, talking about how if they didn't vote that in, they would basically just default on the debts, like, hmm. well, just like a lot of homeowners did in America, for example, and that would involve the bank taking their home off them in a literal sense, and Greece would just lose everything. Um, and what they've done is basically they voted for the austerity package with 155 votes to 138. Um, that means they get 898 billion euros or is it pound i think it's euros it's a lot basically a lot of money a hundred billion ish euros there are a lot of zeros after that <laughs> a number. lot of zeros um they get a bailout from the eu in it and the uh, the imf um and basically they don't the, the people of greece don't like it because that means that they have to take wage cuts they have to take public sector job cuts a lot of different things maybe have to you know finish building their houses to pay tax yes yeah like what was the article we read first but the um they avoid paying three thousand euros yeah. by leaving scaffolding on the side of the house so that they can claim it's an unfinished house. Yeah, uh, per person it's a, on average three thousand euros they avoid, and the government pays two thousand two hundred and fifty or something like that. Two thousand one fifty, near enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, so basically, yeah, they're a net loss every time every, per person in Greece of a lot of money and that's what's got them into this problem. Basically, they're going to have to sell off seventy-five billion euros worth of public assets oh should we buy greece so yeah i mean if if we club together we could buy like half of greece you yeah. know i always fancied a nice greek villa and maybe we can buy sort of certain a couple of quid in my pocket now we'll get most of east of greece you could go in and just say right i've got a bag of skips uh <laughs> chewing gum two pounds is that enough to buy me the acropolis can we have the plate industry yeah please <laughs> we would make so much money the lucrative plate industry that david fish is a massive fan of yeah <laughs> well, all my previous things are just so correct we could buy the hummus factories yeah. Think of the money we would make from holistic. We could just yeah. get all the historical monuments. Oh, wait a minute, we already have. Yeah. I also came up with a slogan, which is a uh, tax, not tatsiki. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, aren't I glad it's the last week? <laughs> I don't have to put up with this anymore. It's not even the last week, we're still podcasting. Yeah. By the way, yeah, we are going to be podcasting, so I'll just plug it now. Um, you can like us on Facebook, This Week in Lies. We'll also be getting a Twitter feed up. If um, I can be bothered. Yeah, and we hope to be either going on um, the uh, main podcasting service, which you all know about, iTunes, other music things are available. Um, and so are other generic N MP3 players. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I sound like the BBC. <laughs> <laughs> other government-owned things are available. <laughs> God, yeah. a, a lot of other things are available. Don't just buy what we say <laughs> in the show. <laughs> Uh. Arab Spring news now. 
Boing. <laughs> <laughs> it needs to be longer because it's still going. I can't believe it because we started this show X number of weeks ago, 13, 14 weeks ago, probably. 11, actually. Is it 11? It is 11. Well, I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, and basically every week we've had a new news about an Arab Spring event happening. So how is it still going on this long? What is going on? Thing is now, we are interlinked with the Arab Spring, so it needs to keep going because we're keeping it going. Yeah. They're listening to our show going, we yeah, could be like that one day. Yeah. We could tell some awful, awful jokes and make like, really bad puns. You'll find next week everyone will just be like, oh, it's fine. Yeah. We quite like being under authoritarian dictators. Although they'll have seen the uh, error of their ways. Yep. And um, we'll stop shooting at protesters. <laughs> to quote the Turkish front. Towards front protesters, in the vague area in the of their face. <laughs> in, the, in the general direction. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, uh, France has actually, it's come, come about that France has been arming rebels against their UN mandate. Um, and so they could technically be breaking the law. It's international law, though. No yeah, one really yeah. listens. But they, they will get a sternly worded email. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, uh, it came, it was Libya, wasn't it? And France had air, um, airdropped in, like, mortars and, R not mortars, RPGs and, like, small arms and things yeah. like that into Te the mountains. Does that technically count, though? Because they could have just dropped it. By accident. Yeah, they just yeah. go, well, no, they just fell off the back of our ship. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like speakers out of, like, a white van. Just... I just found it. Yeah. Uh, it fell off the back of a lorry. Yeah. yeah. So where I got this rocket launcher from. Yeah. Hopefully they will be firing the rocket launchers the right way. Well, yeah, I liked how um, they said basically this is going to come back to haunt the French because apparently they might get into the wrong hands and terrorists might use them. Pretty tenuous link not to yeah. give anyone a weapon there, isn't it? Considering they uh, dropped them in the mountains, though, I think they may have had an agreement beforehand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but d if you think about it, right, it's the Arab Spring, which means it's non-European people with European weapons, which... Do have a pretty good track record in recent history of coming back to hurt us. Don't inform the Daily Mail, please. <laughs> <laughs> God, it's just not worth it. Yeah. You're never going to get a re response from the French anyway. They'll just ask him if they did it and they go, well, I do not know. <laughs> uh, so, who knows? Arsene Wenger being the mouthpiece for the <laughs> French government, of course. <laughs> I did not see it. Yeah, uh, no, 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 no. It can't be because, you know, Arsene Wenger actually doesn't invest whilst the French do invest heavily in their military. Mm. Oh. Yeah, Arsene, go and sign someone. Yeah. Other than a 16-year-old. Yeah. Don't even know why I'm telling them to sign. I want them to stay weak. I'm a Liverpool fan. Why are they say that? Sadly. Aye. Um, and as well as Libya still, Egypt's still going on. Um, <sighs> Egypt has started up again. Yeah, there's been a thousand injured in street clashes. Um... Everyone's sort of hating on the junta, as they seem. It's very similar to the previous regime. It's Lack of weird. accountability and so on and so on. It's quite weird expecting an army to put democratic reforms in. Mm. It's like, we voted for this blood-filled coup, coup to get our democracy. And it's like, why are they not giving it us? Why are the men with weapons not giving <laughs> us what we want? <laughs> it just doesn't add up. It's like they didn't have any infrastructure for an election beforehand, is mm. it? No, it's quite weird. It's like... Why would why are they not giving up power? I just don't understand, Ben. I just I think that to be honest, you're pretty gullible if the military's like, yeah, yeah, we'll take control, but democracy, don't you worry yeah. about it. You know, thumbs up, just like, yeah. You want yeah. a vote? We'll just you know we'll reassure you by firing into the air. <laughs> <laughs> don't you worry, your pretty little face about it. Yeah, and there's also uh, complaints about the potential of the Muslim Brotherhood coming to power, which you know the two most frightening words, obviously, that you could for a Daily Mail. To any type mid reader. Any middle English. What, Muslim yeah. and hood? 
They're not scared of brothers. No, it's more just like... Get out. You can imagine them, (laughs) what they think of them, just sort of a lot of Muslim people going, oh, do you have blow up the Zionist four? Yes, I do. I'll I'll have that to you next week. Yeah. (laughs) It literally is just the the three worst words you could put together and then say to some person who reads the Daily Mail, say, oh, yeah, I'm a member of the Muslim Brotherhood. They might all have a heart attack from, like, listening to the story, though, and then just go... (laughs) And then the Daily Mail will be finished. There won't be anyone else to be scared of what he's actually going to cover. No one else to read it. Um, and as well as Egypt and Libya, we've got um, more <laughs> problems in the Middle East, as as usual, which is uh, in Saudi Arabia and Iran. Basically, Saudi Arabia being like a petulant child and saying, well, if Iran gets nuclear weapons, then I want nuclear weapons. And We're Kazakhstan have joined yeah. in. <laughs> <laughs> when did Kazakhstan become a major world player? Uh, the minute they actually have the number one potassium output in the world. <laughs> Uh, uh, just a it's quite, a glamorous industry. Quick note on that: I did get that information from Borat, so that may not be true. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to check our sources. We'll check our sources. We'll ask Sasha Baron Cohen. <laughs> but um, basically, uh, the Saudis want nuclear weapons. Yeah, yeah. because I'm sure they ran. can get some any time from they, like America. Oh. They've already got a massive aircraft carrier in America because they own their economy with China. Yeah, they kind of like have it as a uh, holiday home. Every couple of weeks, China goes, oh, can we own the American economy? And Saudi go, oh, go on, then. It's just, they don't need nuclear weapons, they can buy everyone else's. Mm. It's like that really bad excuse, you know, when people say, oh, why did he do that? Well, you let him do that, too. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, well, it's still a bad thing, isn't it? Uh-huh. It doesn't change what a nuclear weapon is just because someone else has one. It's like, it's not a toy. Again, seriousness, it's like they're treating it as if it's like a toy. Or a tourist mm. attraction. It's well, like, if come see s- our nuclear weapons. If you said it's not a toy, then I might have sent my cousin the wrong third <laughs> Damn. Uh, I didn't know you could do major harm with a nuclear weapon in a state which has a psychotic leader. <laughs> what? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> that? That was the cover of the microphone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I was just wondering if that was something else. Going. I was wondering if I was hearing that. It's armored dinner, Jad. Yeah. So he's, he's listening in. in. Tapping in on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know he was a member of the sun. Oh, he is pr- to be fair, Ahmadinejad is losing his mind. Like, recently he's had one of his uh, key allies arrested for what looks like fraud, i.e. we don't like you anymore, hmm. crimes. This is also the man who said that Europe was creating uh, machines to steal rain. <gasps> I which, do love Ahmadinejad. Yeah. Which is like, it's, it's like, yeah today on the agenda we're not going to fix our economy you know the europe's like well we don't really care about that what we want to do is we want to perfect that machine that steals iran's rain just to annoy ahmadinejad (laughs) it's where all our resources are gone it's why we've got no money (laughs) (laughs) the multi-billion pound rain stealing industry (laughs) is in full force in europe he must have some really colorful dreams just because for a man to think that europe has developed a machine which steals your rain (laughs) In a country where it doesn't rain much. Yeah. It's a desert. It literally is like people living in sub-Saharan Africa saying, why are the, why are the West stealing our rain? That's just as, it's like, Ahmadinejad, look around you. Where do you live? <laughs> the Middle East. Uh, take stock. Yeah, take stock. Have a look around. You see all this sand everywhere. There's a reason. It's yeah. because you're not supposed to get any rain. We're not yeah. stealing it. Calm could be, down. Could be sad times in the re- near future because... Uh, Hugo Chavez as well has a cancerous tumour. So they could be two of our favourite world leaders just disappearing in one stroke. It's just 
the thing is, who are we going to rely on for idiotic things for people to say? Who's going to blame America now? <sighs> Careful, fish. <laughs> Last time we went down this alleyway, we went yes. down places we didn't want to go. But it, he's had an operation, has Mr. Chavez, by uh, an Italian surgeon, uh, Mr. Berlusconi. We could rely, actually, we'll rely on Berlusconi for stupid comments. Yeah, they're never going to vote him out, are they? No, nah, he's going to be there till he it dies. It doesn't matter, he's like the control of the football industry. It's like, they already know the next five results, election results in advance, so don't worry <laughs> about it. Breaking news. I know we haven't wrote about it, and I know you haven't got any jokes on it, Fish, so there's no puns. But Dominique Strauss-Kahn is freed without bail. Kind of turned out that the woman who uh, had actually said he'd done what he'd done uh, might have been lying. Yeah, she's not the most reliable person, is she? No, she has claimed that three other people have tried to rape her, and yeah. then said, oh, I'll accept the payoff, though. Yeah. Which does weaken mm. your case a little bit for genuine rape victims. So, congratulations to that woman. Yeah, it's, it's a bit of a disgrace, really, that real people don't get their cases heard, because th these kind of people just chase high-profile targets. Yeah, and it's nice that it ruined his career completely. Mm. Well, he's probably going to run for French president, and he's probably going to help him quite a bit, to be honest. Because you can just go, look, I'm innocent. Yeah. But, because we've got, we've got to go ring up Dominique to, uh, congratulate him on not actually going to prison. So now we're talking about America, I'm, I'm led to believe. Yeah. Right. American economics. That's really exciting section. stuff. Yeah. yeah. This is my section then, I guess. Yeah. <sighs> okay. So basically, Barack Obama wants the Republicans to slay some sacred cows, and that's in scare quotes, um, such as tax breaks for billionaires and allow the limit on borrowing um, to increase, basically. Yeah, their debt ceiling. Yeah. Because their debt ceiling is currently $14.3 trillion, which is obviously not enough, you know. <laughs> that's it's a pitiful amount of money. Yeah, yeah, it's peanuts, really. You could spend that on military spending alone. Oh, yeah. Um, so basically... What what the conversation here is about is what would happen if America defaulted. It's kind of like the Greece situation amplified by about a billion times. I, um, I think they should just do the on-off thing. If if America can't pay in debt, we should just turn the world off and turn it back on again until it fixes itself. <laughs> Why don't they just consolidate all their loans into one manageable <laughs> monthly payment? <laughs> Uh, it's the thing is we're laughing about it, but this is genuinely a Le worrying. Genuinely, fish. if America's debt ceiling keeps going, it is not going to be able to repay its debts. Uh, have the they even passed end. their budget yet? Uh, yeah, they managed that with a, like a few hours Oof. to go. They were going to lock out like they were going to like they're going to lock out the NBA next year and the NFL like they yeah, has been this yeah. year. The government shut down in school. It cost mm. last time they had one. It cost them one point one billion. And it was only for a week. Yeah. So, um, so basically. The the main problem as well is that the Americans just keep buying Chinese goods. They just will not stop it. They love importing things. It's like and, an addiction. Yeah, it literally is. And the main problem is, is that China now owns somewhere in the region probably a little bit more, but they own more dollars than the Americans do. It's, it's kind of like the Cold War, but the other way around for who won, because communism lost to America spending more money, but because America spent more money, communism's going to win again because communism now owns It's kind capitalism. of like the Cold War, but the Americans don't know they're in it. <laughs> they're just like, yep, have some more money. I would like another DVD player. It's just like... <laughs> communism now owns capitalism? It mm. seems that way. That's, that's if... If China just decides to pull the carpet out and, like, pull the rug from underneath America's feet, the world will literally end. But they're obviously not going to do that because they don't want to. It's not in their best interest. But 
the main problem is that America can easily default on their debt if China just decides to um, stop holding up their currency. We should just change our currency to IOU. That'd be fine. Because you could never, ever put, do what China are going to do to the Americans if they had that. I don't want to break it to you, but money is already an IOU system. <sighs> well, we should. it's all made up anyway. Just yeah. say, oh, Let's we, just go we got loads of money. Yeah. Let's just go back to rocks. <laughs> and sheep. <laughs> yeah. I'll trade you a goat for that rock, good sir. A barter system. America is worth five billion sheeps. <laughs> sheeps. Sheep. Icelandish sheeps. Sheep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shocking. Oh, we could shocking. build an empire again and be yeah. great. Yeah. It'd be beautiful. Take back our cousin, revoke their independence, and then say, you're using the pound, get over it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's basically the problem with the American, the whole argument in America at the moment is trying to get this debt ceiling raised, and they really shouldn't. I like how we've just summed up a major economic issue in the world in three minutes and seven seconds. Yeah. I feel like we've done it just this. There's really not much to say. I mean, obviously, we could go into all the details and I could bore you about what's going to happen and why China's propping up America, but it's not actually... It is a big deal, but it just takes too long to explain it on the radio. Yeah. If you're really interested in it, go and look up, like, the amount of money that America gives to China every day and the the, the net, like, losses that America makes on its national... Uh, Adam, wake up. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry no. Where am I? Oh. Just, uh, just check... A, a popular search engine. I really can't be bothered saying other things are available anymore, so I'm just going to be Mr. Generic. Check a generic search engine. <laughs> oh, are you that lazy now? You can't even be... We've come to the end of term and you can't even be bothered saying other things are available. I can't be bothered saying product names anymore. It's yeah. not worth my time. A generic search engine, which is the only thing that can actually stand up to China. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. That's not very nice. Why would you that say that about the generic search engine that we're talking we're about. We're talking about Google. It's it's <laughs> yeah, it's just true. Other search engines are available. Well, they, they allowed them to talk, start talking about, uh, well, what it's actually called, the Glorious Square, because they they renamed it. They put Who a did? new bit of uh, Dulux paint on it and it was a new paint range that they had. Yeah, Tiananmen Square. <laughs> no, never heard of it. Oh. Never heard of it. Did you not know that China, like, blocked people searching stuff? Oh, it? right, I thought, yeah, I did. <sighs> <laughs> I wasn't catching where you were going, though, because... Oh. Well, th thanks for coming back on track. Yeah, it's all right. Well, I can. All, I I wrote about this a lot of times and how they just decided that they didn't want people talking about anything like Tibet. That's not a place. Stop <laughs> talking about it. It's this mystical place. Don't stop it. It's just a, a bunch of weeds. Yeah, untended garden. Yeah, it's, it's a it, bit like Narnia. It's an allotment out oh. back. So no one <laughs> goes there. <laughs> no where, one. It's where no we one. Grow, grow our plastic. Yeah. No one has died there. No one. <laughs> Would you like to be the first? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, should we go on to everyone's pretty much favourite guy, Ken Clark, oh, and how man. now we're allowed to stab burglars, mercilessly right. stab them? When we were writing this section, me and Fish, Fish, you, what was the actual tagline for the article? It was like, um, you'll be um, able to stab burglars in your own house. Yeah. And it was like, he told me this, and I was walking around thinking of ideas what we could write about, and this stopped, like... They couldn't have actually said that, and it was there on the BBC website. Yeah. It was just like, have we seriously not got over 
are we allowed to do this? Are we yeah. not allowed to do this? But it's such an alarmist kind of story, isn't it? <laughs> it's just like, if a burglar co comes into your house, you're not going to be able to dismember him. <laughs> just making sure he's dead. It says any necessary force. Yeah, which I thought we've always had forever. Like, that's always... It, the problem arises when the burglar's out of your house, then you chase them down the street and shoot them with your right, with like a shotgun. That's yeah. when it's like path necessary because they're already out. Well, so people like, well, the day a person sets foot on my farm and I can't shoot them is the day this country goes to the dogs. <sighs> it's like, well... Is yeah, that why we've no. got nuclear weapons? In case France try and shoplift something out of ours? It's basically, yeah. Uh, As if the French come over here with the baguettes and garlic <laughs> and wearing a beret. Other stereotypes are available. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's basically what the classic Middle Englander say sees, and that's why they want fox yeah. hunting and shotguns. This is the most Daily Mail story I've ever seen. No, yeah. this isn't. It, it's, it, is this the Daily Mail story? Have we got an even worse one? Than this? Oh, no, 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 no. You've not. The Daily Fail will come later. Okay. Well, it's just, what is reasonable force? I'll put it out there. What would you say? If a burglar walks towards you, you're just allowed to do anything <laughs> i think i think the issue is if uh, th this is the hardest thing and this is like a an, an ethical issue as well is that if they've broken into your house should you not be able to defend yourself like in a way that's but we're looking at this far too late we should do preemptive justice if you see someone and they look like one day they could rob your house i think you should be allowed to kill them <laughs> if, if they're walking on your road they've got you know a bit of intent it's a motive. Yeah. Like, it, it's like if you take the Daily Mail from the other week of it, you know, we allowed 3,200 potential criminals in. And that was their tagline for allowing immigrants <laughs> in. That <laughs> wasn't should. actual potential criminals. Well, it wasn't criminals, it was potential criminals. We should, we should be getting rid of these people before they become criminals. Yeah. We should deport the entire population. Basically, when every child is born, put them in jail. Yeah. yeah. That way no one can be a criminal. <sighs> what if they steal in jail, though? Oh. Put them in a super jail. A solitary put confinement for every citizen. Put no them day. to death. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, will be the Daily Mail dream. In some Just form of bizarre uh, Roman-style amphitheater. Yeah. The thing is, one person's got to make sure everyone's dead, so what's that per last person? Is he just going to... He's going to steal everything. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we've got a major problem here. We can't do that. We can't cut discuss Just this on air now. nuke the entire country. And nuke, nuke there the we world. go. You're stealing my ideas. You should go to prison. That's thought theft, Fish. Oh, you're <laughs> disgraceful. I feel Copyright like we're in 1984 right now. <laughs> <laughs> the book, not the year. Thanks All for in. clarifying. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm everyone, not talking about Thatcher. I think <laughs> everyone knew what you were actually talking about. Yeah. But um, so even though we've had some, some daily mail already with the uh, stabbing burglars is now the best thing in the world. I know we've already used this music, but I want it for the daily fail. Let's have it. Right. There are three stories that you could talk about in a blog when you're talking about Europe. You could talk about, you know, the Greek debt, which is a massive issue. You could talk about, you know, the Hague starting to take up uh, genocide trials. You could talk about that. But no, I want to talk about when the Daily Mail decided that a Tory who wanted to take his dog to his office was a major constitutional and European issue. Oh no, it's it's not actually. I keep. <laughs> <sighs> what? Oh, that's the story. Mm. Sorry. Yeah, that's actually the story. It's got a blog about this man. It's uh, written by Mary Ellen Sinon, who said that Europe is a, is actually afraid of her. Can women write in the Daily Mail? <laughs> <laughs> that's a very and good to point. be honest, to be honest, to be honest, Sinon sounds a little bit foreign. Oh, maybe oh. she wrote it from the kitchen. Obviously, no, I'm not quite oh. sure. <laughs> oh. Oh. But apparently, this is actually a story. Like. 
I read this and was like, is, is this a comment? Is this someone drunk who wrote this blog? But no, it is actually a blog. It's um, the MP, Matthew Offord, who is apparently defying bureaucrat and using his human rights to try to be able to take his dog Ugh, to his office. Rights. I shaking my fist. <laughs> but apparently, dogs help democracy because... This is actually that's, an that's argument. Like this Putin's. is actually an argument. People make friends and alliances because their dogs are friends. <laughs> yeah, that's the saddest reason to be a friend with someone. That, my dog. That works in dog. the park, but not, <laughs> not, in, <laughs> not in politics. No, it, it still gets better, right? EU and Westminster apparently hate dogs going into the chamber now, so you're not allowed to use them. Uh, this is a big, major issue that the. Uh, Daily Mail's kicked off about. You're not, you're not allowed to take any animals into uh, the House of Commons since 1855. So this is a lot of pent-up anger that yeah. they're going to be having Rage. a go at. Now, I cannot believe I'm about to quote this. It's a sad day for democracy when you can't take your dog to your office. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? How? Animals helped set up democracy in the first place. In ancient Greece, they were given prominent roles. <laughs> Everyone knows that the speaker of the first forum was a dog. Yeah. But when uh, the speaker was asked to comment, he kind of just went, you're seriously asking for a comment on this. <laughs> but um, he said that health and safety laws are being used, you know, to protect people because obviously you don't know if a dog could, you know, flip out randomly and just attack someone. But um, the, the Daily Mail has an opinion on health and safety laws, like it has an opinion on absolutely everything. And an opinion on the Human Rights Brigade. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, health and safety laws are used to control elected officials. No, but control them from what? Their environment? Um, killing them? Or I'm not quite sure, to be honest. It, that's all they said. They didn't really give a really random... To be fair, did they, hang on, did they not explain it? No, it's weird. Oh, that's but, very unlike them to put up something without evidence. But this is clearly a UK issue, hmm. yeah, and it's in Mary Ellen Sinon's blog, who writes on Europe. But no, don't don't worry, she grabs Europe into it as well, because apparently the EU supports health and safety laws, so it's oh. their fault as well. Why do they want people to live? <laughs> <laughs> why don't they want people to fall off ladders all why? the time? This is why we have a population problem, because not enough people are hurting themselves at work. <laughs> why are these people allowed to write, is a question we should be asking ourselves. Why is this? Why is this a blog? Why is this allowed to actually, like, happen? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I cannot think of a non... Uh, I, I'm lost for words, genuinely lost for words, about this ridiculous woman who... She could have covered about Greece, could have covered about genocide, could have covered about Putin being a psycho. Yeah, but and thinking no. that motorcycles are the most democratic form of transport. That is very true. <laughs> what? How, hang on, hang on. Dogs on motorcycles, <laughs> the most democratic thing in the world would be a dog on a motorcycle. Now, I want to meet Matthew Ufford, is the uh, MP, to kind of just go, you've allowed the Daily Mail to write this blog, what are you doing? Like, why... How did this even get found out? Like, why did she even write to find out about this story and why did the Daily Mail publish it? If anyone can actually answer that question, then I'll You stop. win a million pound. <laughs> yeah, you, you I don't win. know if we can throw that money around. No, it's all right. You win 10% of the Greek economy, so, uh, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but- Actually, we should get money for that, because they're in debt. It, negative 10%, we get money. Yeah. So, uh, please, everyone enter. Yeah. But- you know, when I can find a story on the Daily Mail which isn't ridiculous, I will stop doing the Daily Fail and mm. maybe move to another newspaper. Yeah. But it is literally like shooting a massive fish 
which is stuck. Not you, don't worry, Dave. Uh, a massive fish, which is stuck in a very small bar barrel. I and I'm going to go cry. I think if Diana was here, this wouldn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's the Daily Mail out the window. <laughs> Can we move on to more uh, more technological things, which is um, the buyout of MySpace, everyone's favourite 2006 yeah. social network. It's not MySpace, it's your space. Uh, yeah. No, it's fun just because Murdoch lost money. Yeah, so it's so quite funny. Actually, no, he didn't. Actually, di Murdoch pulled off a very nice bit of marketing, which was he so he bought he sold the advertising rights to Google. Again, other things are available. We're talking in a context here, so I'm not going to say it every time. But he sold the rights to Google, which were worth more than the purchase, so he saved himself. But he did buy it for $580 million, and then a few years later sold it for $35 million. Yeah, part of it to Justin Timberlake. Yeah. yeah, Justin Timberlake's now like the owner, isn't he, of yeah. MySpace? Is so, he going to bring sexy back? Yeah. Uh, he's <laughs> bringing MySpace back. Oh, yeah. God. I'm so glad if the last week I honestly can't go on like this. Oh, cry me a river on. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> leave, leave, <laughs> just go, please. You set that. yourself up for that oh, so badly. God. <sighs> but yeah, basically, MySpace have made an operating loss of 156 million dollars, and it's, it still is actually going, even in the face of Twitter and Facebook, other social networking sites available. Um, who doesn't use Facebook? I don't know. Who, I mean, who I, uses MySpace? I don't know. It's bands. It's mostly for music. Yeah. That's what I think. That's what that was just the intentional Timberlake. business model. Yeah, just well, initial. Now is I think going to take it back to that kind of thing. So you know, maybe you'll make a bit of money from it. But to be honest, thirty-five million dollars is a lot of money for MySpace because it's just not that big anymore. No, because oh, no one cares. Yeah. In, so, in the great thing, the entire reason we're doing this story is just so we can laugh at Murdoch. Yeah. Because it's basically, it's just quite going. Good. <laughs> He just wants, literally, it doesn't matter how much it costs, he just wants everything. So I don't care, but get me MySpace. <laughs> I have enough money, just get me it. Oh. Like, BBC. Sir, my, sir, MySpace closed down like 15 years ago, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I want it now. Uh, could, would, it, would, would MySpace play football? For I'm the mayor of Albuquerque. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't uh, worry, Rupert Murdoch isn't mayor of Albuquerque. Yet. <laughs> he will be one day. Murdoch 2011. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, that's so, I would honestly just go to Mars if he ever ran for president. I know obviously he can't because he he's Australian, yeah. but he could probably be able to buy Congress. Yeah. Yeah. He'd he just buy the, the Constitution and just scribble it out and <laughs> write a new one. I um, am president. <laughs> <laughs> um, more American news now, which was just a little bit of story that we didn't actually get to fit in next uh, last week it was. And it was uh, a man called James Verone, who lives in America, who's unemployed, has really bad arthritis, a bad back, and broken uh, broken foot. Basically, he walked into a bank with a ransom note and uh, robbed the bank mercilessly for one dollar <laughs> so that he could go to prison and get free healthcare. That's how bad some people actually need healthcare. This man had a little sign and it said, I'll be sat over there in the corner waiting for the police. Please tell them I've robbed you. <laughs> As he walked off with a dollar. <laughs> the thing is that they couldn't even get him on robbery of a bank because it wasn't enough money, so they had to get him on robbery of a person, <laughs> which apparently they struggled to get him on, because it's not a person he robbed. So in the end, he just went, oh, I'm guilty, just yeah. so he could stay in prison. Robbery of time, probably. <laughs> Sir, will you move to the time. back of the line, please? I have other customers to serve. like, no, I'm serious. <laughs> Give me a dollar. Like, Dear me. It's just such a sad indictment of their thing, to be honest. Time for some awful reporting. Yeah. Hopefully, we won't get um, accused of 
yeah, let's make not talk fun. About it. Yeah. Let's not talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, first one is it, the Express, usually a reliable source. With um, rabies fear, as UK law is scrapped, apparently um, you don't have to wait six months after a rabies and vaccination to bring a dog into the country anymore. But they have to show a pet passport, which will make sure they've had the injection anyway, and they're also microchipped. And they actually mentioned that like two paragraphs in. So it's not really a fear, more sort of like a passing concern, which isn't going to come to fruition. Has it been sensationalised again? Yeah, it, it tends to happen, Yeah, so, shockingly enough. Can I just ask a question? How is that a story? <laughs> it looks mainly like a statement. Yeah, it's basically a change of law, which is long overdue. But then, you know, rabies could happen, but it's not going to. That's that pretty much sums up all of our opinions. I'm not going to lie to you. Pretty listeners. much every week, it's just like, why is this? Why is this story needed? Yeah. Stop taking. Stop using valuable no. ink. The, ne the next two are more pointless. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Mirror has Miliband caught joking with Cameron and Clegg on the day of the strikes. Ooh. And it's just how could he be so insensitive? To be honest, they got. Um, they caught him apparently in a pre-prepared photo shoot, and laughing with them. <laughs> so you know. Caught I bet, I bet red he didn't. Red-handed in that pre-prepared photo. Yeah. <laughs> From Red Ed. Yeah. Disgraceful. They won't, he wouldn't have wanted that in the public domain whatsoever. It's just, it's just awful. You feel, he also, on, on the day, he took a dump, and that's apparently what he's doing on the strike. <laughs> <laughs> Terribly. Oh, my God. It's just... Why is this a story? Yeah, but the most pointless ones are all the sport one. The like sporting headlines which says things like Murray aiming to reach final. Really? He's trying to win a match. <laughs> it's just you see them on every single like even broadsheet things, and it's just like you could say preview of Murray Nadal, not just Murray aims to win tournament that which he's entered as a professional tennis player. <laughs> Murray would it's like just, to receive pay from winning tournament. Really? It's, it's just so frustrating seeing them every day. It just yeah. You look that. genuinely angry. <laughs> you see them so often. But obviously, just... why would you join a tennis competition to win? I mean, that's not in the spirit of the sport, is it? Well, if everyone knows that Wimbledon is actually a den for the Wombles, which is just developed into a tennis competition, so maybe you don't actually go there to win. You just go there to see the Wombles. A oh, nice cough there, Ben. Yeah. Thank you. Or maybe he's just going to go, oh, I'm facing Nadal, I've got no chance. Have you seen his arms? To be fair, they are quite scary. Yeah. He looks like he could crush someone. He's a bit scary. But uh, just it, it makes me very angry. <laughs> there was one that I saw on uh, quoting Mr. Peter Reynolds Wright on his Facebook, um, and you can obviously get other social networking things. Things. You can do it. Of um, a video of the Daily Mail saying um, that a mini ice age is about to start, where it quoted seven scientists, and in no way did they say a mini ice age. They did not even say the <laughs> words. They just said, "Oh yeah, the sun's not as active as it used to be." And it's like automatically an ice age. Yeah. But it's there just, we go. It's so stupid. They don't even know. They can't even do it. I mean, blog. Yeah. But. So anyway, we're coming towards the end. We're going to have quickly. I think we might nah. be Beatles. And, no, no, probably not. Well, um, anyway, I'd like to say um, thanks for listening um, to my dad and um, Oliver, mm -hmm. my uh, brother. Nicely forgetting his name. Though. Yeah. Well, no, I was just trying to think of like, does this sound stupid? But yeah. Why have you wrote his again. name down? That's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> and we quickly before we finish, I think we can. We probably got time for some predictions again, which was um, last week's. I was wrong again. And what was your prediction? Ah, that the coalition would fall. Yeah. 
You predict that every week, and it, you're not you're not seeming to learn from your problem here. Is that right. not happening? You will keep saying this, and I will say it one week, and then it will fall, and then I can just walk around, pants down, with my arms up, going, "Yeah, yeah," and then you'll all look stupid, and I won't. Actually, I will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, what, I can't even remember what our prediction, this, see, this is a classic failing of the show, is <laughs> yeah. that we do this prediction section, we write them down, then Adam bins the paper. I don't bin them, I just don't bring them with us. He just doesn't bring the prediction paper. I recycle it. Yeah. This uh, weekend lies, is green. Yeah, very green. <laughs> Preparation, eh? Yeah, it's just terrible, really. Oh. Um, Should we get on to predictions, then? Yeah. yeah. I so, can't remember what I did last week, but I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna make a bold prediction that we won't be on air next week. <laughs> Me and Ben are coming back. We're committed. Why aren't you committed? We're going to break down the door of the station, <laughs> even though it's locked, to do this show. Yeah. We are the station. <laughs> There's nothing without us. You wouldn't be here if it wasn't for us. <laughs> uh, my genuine prediction is going to be that this time, tomorrow, I will be playing cricket. Mm. And hopefully yes. earning These are bad money. predictions. Yeah. I'm just not really going out on a limb, are we? Just, so. I just don't think there's any chance of any of these happening. All I'm right, just... I'll go out on a limb. Planet of the Apes will occur by 2075. Second yeah. <laughs> of January, I think it'll be. Oh, that's 20 days before my birthday. Sorry, mate. <laughs> about about two o'clock in the afternoon. Well, that'll ruin what will maybe a nice afternoon. <laughs> no <laughs> crumpets and tea. Yeah, none. I'll put an another prediction out there that it'll be a bit nippy one day next week, and that'll be our mini ice age. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the sun will. Slow down just enough to make it one degree cooler. I will miss the Daily Mail. I, just on They're that story, always there. Yeah, isn't it a good thing that the sun's cooling down because we're creating too much heat with we're making the planet too hot by like stop making logical arguments. That's not how the Daily Mail game works. <laughs> it's we all either going to be we're all going to burn to a crisp or we're all going to freeze. And it? either way, we're going to get cancer as well. Yeah, so yeah. doesn't matter. So uh, there we go. Everything yeah. has to be awful. If only Diana was here. She would stop the greenhouse gases. <laughs> She'd suck them up. Yeah. Oh, let's leave it there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've got like um, 30 seconds left, so I'm just going to quickly run down. Uh, this is the last show of the year and last show on Bailrig this year as well until next year. Uh, so it's been a good year. Thanks, everyone, for listening and things like that. Obviously, we said uh, earlier in the show, at the top of the show, we're going to sort out a Twitter and a Facebook. Uh, and we're hopefully going to be... Um, we have got a Facebook. We have got a Facebook, but, you know, sort it out a bit more. Hopefully we're going to be posting on uh, Podbean and iTunes, other podcasting services are available. Uh, hopefully get some more content to you over the summer if you're interested. So give us a follow, and uh, we'll see you then. If you want to say Hi. goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye, everyone. Shivers later. <laughs>